Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Like a comfortable shoe that you're putting on your ears and eyes. The Legends of Tomorrow panel is back. We're going to break down Season 3, Episode 1, Rubicon next! Hey, everybody. Look at this. You you demanded it, and we are back to fulfill oh, that demand. Man. You missed us. That's right. The Legends of Tomorrow <laughs> show <laughs> is back. Oh, Debuting boy. tonight on the CW, we're going to be breaking down every episode this season. I'm one of your host, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. <clears throat> I'm Dave Child. You can find me at mrdavechild, davechild.com. It's, it's Dave Child. <laughs> I have a beard now. Time has passed. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I am Lex Michael. I am all over social media at the Lex Michael. And on the Crucial Line, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. Uh, now, I can only speak for myself, but I can't tell you how excited I was for this evening because it's a chance for us to reunite. Our ships have crossed in various different uh, passages here throughout the summer. We've all been doing weird jobs for six months, like working at showers, sinks, and stuff. Yes. (laughs) That's what we've been doing our lives, and it just hasn't been the same. We had to get back onto the ship. That's true. People, right. people tried to stop us from getting back in here. <laughs> we're pri- trying to prove that we're going to. This season will be the scalp. Not the chance. You know what I love already about this season is I love how they're like, hey. They are really bad at their job. <laughs> we felt they're, that relation with them. That's yeah. <laughs> true. But, and they're like, let's embrace that because that's one of the things I think we've talked about in all these past seasons. Is just like they're not good at what they do. They're like they're everything they do is just messing up the time stream more. And I love how that's kind of the plot of the season. Uh, now, we're going to break into more of that in a little bit. But yeah. first, I should say, like, if you want to chime in as well, we're having a lot of fun, but you should be able to join in as well. How you can do that is by liking us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Not only just because you enjoy the show, but because you want to keep Lex Michael alive. We're still doing that. We're still, he's still, still doing that. Yeah, Lex. It hasn't been that long, right? Because we plucked you out of another timeline since. That's I mean, true. I, 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 you are I'm dead. Told that yeah. I was oh, dead. Am dead. <laughs> I can't really keep it straight personally. No. I'm pretty sure that there's some weird time laws that you're breaking by having me here. If this is in fact true, because it sounds like some nonsense. All right. Okay. There it's seems coming to be out of a my mouth. Plot line that we are not a part of. <laughs> yeah. That from other spinoff shows. Yeah. I'm, I'm catching okay, up myself. Great. All right. This is how the CW works, guys. <laughs> we do want to let you guys know we're going to be uh, in contact with the uh, writers of Legends of Tomorrow. They'll be skyping in in a little bit, a little bit later. So if you guys have any questions you want to ask them, 
please get on the chat. Let us know what questions you have, and we'll throw it to them and see what they want to say. They're parting it up at the premiere party right now, and they wanted to say hello. So Look at that. How cool forward. is that? And that's all thanks to Mr. Mr. Dave Chad. Oh, yeah. shit. That. That's all due thanks to him. We've got some sexy comments about Mr. Dave Child in chat. Khalil Kent mm-hmm. says, Dave's beard looked better than Barry's. Mm. Ooh, thank you. Yeah, yeah getting some beard you. love. Yeah, all right. Got some beard love. Uh, and in addition to hopping in the chat, too, folks, you can also subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. And if you're watching this even after the show's been streaming live, feel free to comment down below yeah. about anything that you really enjoyed about the premiere or how much you enjoyed Dave's beard. Yeah, you just, know? just talk about it. That's talk right. about my beard. Tune into my new cast, uh, Dave's Beard Cast, where we just talk about my beard <laughs> yeah. for, for an hour. Just you Ooh. rubbing your facial hair on a mic. <laughs> Mostly that noise, which I'm not going to do now. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> well, uh, the title of the episode, of course, is a Rubicon. Uh, we've always been uh, dreaming of getting to Aruba. That's, of course, yeah. the McRory's biggest dream. Uh-huh. Uh, but we pick up where we left off last season, where they, you know, they went back and they kind of broke time, trying to save Amaya and fixing everything that the Legion of Doom been trying to do and so they get back to LA in 2017 and time is all askew yep yes bunch of just dinosaurs all over mm-hmm. the place it's Big a ben. mess hmm? they're not good at their job no. <laughs> they're not good at the time stuff <laughs> There's time things aplenty all over the place. There's big bends and T Rexes. All right, that, I mean, I guess like the biggest thing is like this. At least this episode was the Time Bureau, Rip Hunter's organization that he created after leaving the Legends, was trying to do time policement in a better way. Yeah, and we feel like the the Legends certainly, you know, their methods might not always be well thought out or executed very well, but they do. They, they want to make sure they clean up after themselves, for the most part. Do we feel like they're right. real, as awful as the members of the Time Bureau painted them as? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. they're that bad. Well, I think they're aware of it themselves in the, the, as much as uh, sometimes they screw things up in a good way. But they're aware that maybe they could do things with greater efficiency than they do. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah, Rick, uh, Rick put it the best way. is It's like doing brain surgery with a chainsaw. And it's like... Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. But also, who gave him that chainsaw? Yeah. Who put that, that chainsaw <laughs> together? He's pretty high and mighty for someone who's, he's the real reason. He's the one that wanted to, like, mess up time in the first place to help his family. Well, like, it's been five <laughs> years for him. He started that company. He got a spiffy haircut. He, and now it's like his yeah. old friends aren't cool enough for him. I know. He was evil, and then he was good, and then he was evil. What I like about him is I liked him last season a lot. I think he worked as a villain really well. And I'm curious to ask the, the writers about this because I felt like they realized he works so great as an antagonist that they wanted to give him a position that he's kind of going against them. It feels like, yeah, less a, a full-blown antagonist and more just of a, a constant foil. Yeah, he's like someone who's at least going to give him a stiff talking to every now and then. He's almost, he's going to be like their M, like in the Bond movies, where he's uh-huh. like, Bond, I don't like your methods, but damn, you get results. Yeah, yeah, but I also don't want it to turn into what we saw from his first season with Kronos, who was supposed to be this big uh, antagonist, and he was always just kind of stymied. He never really amounted to anything. And I don't want Rip to be kind of like put back in that position where he ends up looking like a loser because the legends are supposed to be the heroes of the show. Right. Yeah. Right, but I like how they, they're not. Like, they're just kind of... They don't want to be heroes. They're misfits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're misfits, and that's the best part of the show. And so now they're embracing that, and they're just kind of fumbling through time. And they're going to use them when they need to have that chainsaw, which is a great little, like... 
tag at the end. And who doesn't need a chainsaw? Who doesn't need it? Sometimes you got a big tree. Yeah. Well, what I thought was interesting is when Rip decides, I'm disbanding the legends. We cut, uh, we jump six months ahead into the future, and only one of them is actually still being a superhero, and that's Nate. Yeah. Everybody Mm -hmm. else is pursuing just other stuff. Do you feel like, like, you're only going to be a superhero if we can travel through time. If I can't have, can't travel through time, well, what's the point of being a superhero in the present day? I didn't really get it, but it did give me a very good little Chuck Easter egg. Hopefully, that's what they were thinking, because that's what I was Chuck thinking. Chuck Easter egg. Because, like, Sarah was basically Casey, the Adam Baldwin character in the little Bed Bath & Beyond store. I forget the name of it, but it was just like, this is oh, funny. It was, that was good. sink, shower, and stuff. All right. <laughs> very clever. That's a great name. Yeah, sink, shower, I'm and stuff. I'm glad that didn't just, like, get... Buried in the in the background mm-hmm. art or anything. I'm mm-hmm. glad they made sure to say it out loud. I will no. say it is astounding to me that Sarah is able to hold down that job because as as uh, rude as prickly as her manager is depicted, not only was she uh, dead twice, but she's also throwing knives around the store. <laughs> yeah, I didn't last two weeks at BCBG without flipping off my boss. <laughs> I thought you were going to say without flipping knives everywhere. <laughs> no, no I'm not that fired. good with, with knives, but I, I can know, flip a bird. I know, which is why it was a yeah. bigger problem. Exactly. You hit yeah. people. <laughs> they were bleeding. Mm. <laughs> I did like the, that we get to see uh, Nate teaming up with Wally, though. That, that was a nice little touch. There. Yeah, that was fun. I love that yeah. little, you know, little cameo from Wally. Yeah, and I like how his biggest disappointment is, oh, no, I, I'm not the best... I'm not the best like superhero in the in the in the group. Well, and that was the thing is like then then move to another city, Nate. No one says you have to live in Central City. I mean, you're a historian and a there superhero. There's so I mean, many cities yeah, in the like, continental United States that presumably don't have mascot superheroes. Like maybe Washington D.C. You can work at the you know the yeah. Well, you know, uh, instead of uh, debating about oh. this, why don't we find out right from the writers' mouths themselves? Hey, hey. Oh, they were there for oh. a second. <laughs> Yeah. Hello. Can Can yeah. <laughs> yes. Look at the riders. Oh my god. What do you guys have? Oh, that's a wave rider right there. Oh, you see is that an Adam mask? Look at that. Ladies and uh, legends riders, welcome to the Legends of Tomorrow After Show. Thank you for making this show so we can talk about it. Yay! Yes. 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 Well, I guess the big thing to ask is, uh, season two was so incredible with the Legion of Doom and everything. When you come in and start breaking down season three, how was it a challenge to figure out how we're gonna how you're gonna top yourselves going into the season? because we had kind of set it up uh, with the ending of last season. The whole notion of breaking time really just gave us this fantastic engine of, you know, anachronisms, which is, you know, time got all jumbled up and things aren't where they're supposed to be and we have to fix it. So it just opened up this great world of story for us. And it's been so much fun to break and to write as all these crazy people behind me can attest to. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just this Someone is holding up a help sign behind you. Yeah. Concerned about is everything okay? <laughs> and more. It also looks like Agent Rip is is right right behind you wearing sunglasses. 
or is that <laughs> Nate? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, hey. Yeah. Yeah. The actual uh, Rip Hunter. He's gonna wipe our memories as soon as it's. <laughs> <laughs> Are well, we sure it's Rip who's gonna do that? <laughs> well, speaking of Rip Hunter, Dave was talking about uh, about Rip's use this season. Yeah, yeah, it seems like you guys like Rip is. Uh, still the antagonist in a lot of ways. Is that because you kind of loved him as the villain in the in the second season, so you kind of kept going? Yeah, certainly. I mean, Rip, for one, the actor Arthur is amazing, and he is able to play so many different uh-huh. things uh, as, as a character, and we we love that about him. <laughs> <Amazing. laughs> cut the mask. I mean, yeah. he's right behind you, right? Yeah. Is that Arthur right Rip, behind you? Uh, he really shown. So I think we're um, we're always excited to see him, um, you know, in that sort of tense arrangement with our with our people. Uh, and uh, and he's again the actor is so good that he can he can play all these notes and um, you know coming in in this way is it certainly gives a lot of juice to the uh, dynamic with him and Sarah and the rest of the team. Um, and we'll see him, you know, in in different. Um, you know, in a in a with a different dynamic uh, throughout the season, several different dynamics throughout the season. But this initial one of you know him sort of having five years ahead of us, of cleaning up mess and being a little stuffy and pissed at us was was a fun way to kick it off. Yeah, and wearing a really cool suit was a fun way to sort of kick everything off. <laughs> I know. I, I seriously can't tell. Is that Arthur behind you, or is that just someone in costume? <laughs> <laughs> creeping back there. Is he just? I well, like I'm gonna assume it's him. Starville really come to the party hosted by the writers in costume. I like to think so. Definitely is him then. <laughs> All right. Well, you make a good. It could be a standard no. for anything. No. <laughs> I'm still impressed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mystery. So I know you guys have a big season planned, and certainly one of the things that that dropped was it last week was the uh, the, the teaser out there. Uh, Phil Jimenez did for the big uh, uh, TV lineup crossover. I. Uh, oh. Yes. So uh, how is it breaking down yeah. a huge crossover amongst all three shows? Oh, man, it's really hard. <laughs> Four shows. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's a, it's a crazy endeavor. Uh, basically, all the showrunners get together and have their own writer's room while the rest of the writer's room are trying to continue on with the season. Um, and they come to, they basically break up massive four part movie. Um, you know, this is going to happen in Supergirl. This will happen in flash. This will happen in legends. This will happen, you know, and they, they break it all down and then, um, each sort of, uh, respective team kind of does their own break of all the details of that episode. And then they write it and then it all got smushed together. And then all the amazing script coordinators had to you know, go through that. Yeah. 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 Wait, wait, wait. Is that the script coordinator? <laughs> we got the script coordinator. Um, they have to like go through and comb through like, how many pages was it? Uh, uh, each, each script was probably around like 50. So it's like a 200-page yeah. document, um, and like make sure that all of everything was tracking. That 
everyone was slugged the proper way, that they were wearing the right things. Like it was this crazy, <laughs> crazy project. Um, and then, you know, as, as changes were made and there were a lot of changes that's, as there always are in this process, it, it, just that portion of it was crazy. And then you have the production part of it, which is like just absolute insanity. And they're finally winding down on that now, but it's been it's like almost two weeks of crazy production, you know, headaches and was down. problems. That, aren't they? Oh, are they? Oh, yeah, nine is so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. And then for post-production, like it's with all the VFX and everything um, and yeah, coordinating all of these shows, it's its been insane. It, how, how often does this happen where you write something like, you know, a giant dinosaur runs through L.A., or you write something and then you get a note back from VFX just being like, uh, no. get told like you know sure but here's the price tag on it and that's right. that's when it quickly becomes uh what else could yeah, you look back on the- yeah <laughs> like uh how can we make this affordable and then it's, it's often a matter of like okay we're gonna sacrifice this cool thing for this cool thing and um try to yeah just trying to make it all possible and it's it's a it's a large juggling act um, and it involves a lot of compromise. That's cool. <laughs> what, they all come up with amazing solutions, you know, yes. too, that are affordable yeah, yeah, yeah. and beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. they're in the room. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're great. Everybody's great. We all love each other. We love those nerds. That's great. Now, one thing you're doing here is because I know everybody, I'm sure you folks in the writer's room love them, and I know the fans love them, especially Lucretia Lyon here. Yes. You're bringing John Constantine on for two episodes this season. We actually just wrote that episode and um, it's super fun. Cool, and read it to us. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, it's it's really fun. His, uh, the way he comes in is uh, is great, and his involvement in this season it makes a lot of sense for what we're doing. I just want to know how much of this was because you guys actually wanted to write the story or you just wanted me to shut up. Largely it's because we all love the character. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I love the show. I think a bunch of us watched the show and loved it and miss him. And um, I was really excited when I back when I wrote on Arrow to have him on Arrow. And uh, I think we always had the notion of wanting to continue that relationship in some way uh, on one of the shows and Legends made the most sense. Right. Yeah. It's great. As well, Legends is great about like bringing up as many kind of as weird DC characters as you possibly can. I mean, that's, that's kind of what we do. I mean, that's, that's oh, really? Oh, are you a Batman <laughs> fan? I've never noticed that about you mm-hmm. or anything. I, I knew Keto back in college. We were both in women in film, so we're both women in film. <laughs> yep. That's how that works. Yeah, actually. Yep. The ultimate woman in film. Yeah, thank you. Don't form a Keto in college. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess another time. Oh, I think that's all we, uh, the time that we're at. Yeah, I don't think I know that many embarrassing secrets. We mostly were on film sets together and stuff. But, oh boy, the films we made. They're not, they're not good. It's called. 
film set was with you when we shot uh, Kal-El's Batman film. Oh, yeah. Mm. The whole series was happening. Yeah, the Batman <laughs> film. I still That's one of my favorite pictures that we did. We shot, like, we went to, uh, as the World Series was happening in mm. Boston and everyone was going crazy. Yeah. We were and we in had, an had like a radio on set. Yeah, it was 2004. We had uh, someone had a little radio on set because we were shooting, shooting um, with a Bolex, so it was all no yeah. sound. And then there were people. We were shooting in an alleyway where there were apartments whose windows were open because it was fall, and everyone was blasting their TV, so we could actually hear the the game not just happening on the radio, but coming out of people's apartments on the TV. And so yeah. when they want to push, of course, the whole city exploded. It was. And Batman, was and Batman was there. And Batman was there. We had like the Michael Keaton Batman costume yeah. for this short. It was so cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Is it like a fine or anything? Um, is it? Kal-El's Batman film? I feel like it might be. Cal would but know. We had a friend named Kal-El. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was cool. Like, Kal-El's Batman film? Superman <laughs> yeah, Superman was making a Batman film. <laughs> Okay, we're getting we're getting way off the subject now. One thing we want to know is we were talking as we were watching the show tonight is who is the Back to the Future Two fan? That's right. And was that not a Chuck Easter egg with Sarah working at the oh yeah the sink shower? Hey, if we're talking about the Easter egg, okay, yes. like, come on. all of it Easter egg hour. Yeah, all of it. I I uh, I actually felt speaking of Easter egg. Is no. there a mask from um, Katana? Yes. Is it Katana? Was I, I saw a couple people talking about it, and that's what it looked like. Was that yeah. the Katana mask yeah. in the background on the ship? I thought it was Phantom of the Paradise. That's what I saw. But anyway, that would be even more exciting. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're getting off topic. Confirm nor deny. Are you guys? What episode? You don't. You don't have to tell us anything about the episodes coming up uh, if you don't want to. But what episodes are you most excited about in this new season? Well, okay, one at a time, people. One at a time. They're all like they're all so different. Three A team will probably be good. I heard three oh four a lot though. I heard a lot of three oh fours. Yeah. Each one is just is so unique and so uh you know it's they're so tonally different from one another in the coolest way. So it's really, this season is really going to be this crazy ride. Right. Um, and thus far we've watched six cuts and every single one of them, we're just we're like laughing and crying right. and just like so, so thrilled. So it's, uh, we're really proud of this. <laughs> Going back to, uh, to last season real quick, you had the Legion of Doom on last season and that was so awesome to see all these villains come to come together to, to battle the legends. Such a, uh, a cool concept. Was it hard to resist? Like, we should always go back and have multiple villains every season. Is that, like, something that you have to resist wanting to go back to? <laughs> um, well, you know, you'll, you'll see how this sits. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, guys. I feel like we got to let you go back to your celebrations. Yeah. Oh, one last thing we want to ask oh, him, though. Because okay. uh, I know you have another character, the first Muslim-American, uh, the future, oh, future yeah. hacker. You've got her. You saw her. Yes. You're bringing her. Kid. Tell us a little bit about her and uh, what made you folks decide, like, this is a character we want to inject into the Legends this season. Um, well, something that actually 
actually came up last year, um, oddly enough. Uh, we, we really, as, as a room, just said, you know, it would be really great to have a um, Muslim superhero on TV. And why not us be the ones to do it? Like, why not bring a character like that to life and make them a really fun character that people will love just as a character, you know, and, and, and try to humanize, you know, what has be, been uh, dehumanized in a lot of ways recently, which right. is, uh, you know, so we've, we've really been trying, that was something we really wanted to do, and um, yeah, we, we, we did it, and we think mm-hmm. everyone's going to love her. We love her. So we're really excited about it. Oh. Tala's amazing. And the actress yeah. is incredible. <laughs> and when do we see her this season? Can you spoil when we, or is that a spoiler? We can't really... I think, we, I think it's actually out there. Uh, yeah. uh, episode three is when we'll first meet her. All right. Wow, okay. Cool. Fantastic. Sweet. Guys, guys, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to tell me. I know you guys are partying and have a great time. There's fire behind that poor gentleman's head. So he's going out for quite a Get while. Get him some water or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is that Rory mask. Rory's head is just just floating around, sitting on shoulders, and more, which is always exciting. That's a that was from a TV guy. TV guy. TV guy had a cover a couple months ago that was like, you know, talking about the new seasons of Flash and Arrow and Riverdale and more. Single show except us, and we were just left with the end more. So we've we've taken on the name of end more. That's great. Well, to us, you are the only show worth yeah. watching. Yes. Yes. I would say, no, that's not true. But you know, <laughs> I, I I we got we love your show because you keep it fun and you keep it light, and it's a ridiculous show every single time. And that's what I think is the best part of it. Yeah. So please, really, I know you're oh, having at a party and enjoying yourselves, but really, it is an open door policy. If anybody ever wants to come in and chat oh, with please. us, absolutely, we'd love to have every one of you. Anytime you guys want to come We're in and chat at about you, it. script coordinator, yes, right there. Well. there you go. <laughs> Anyone who wants to come in, okay. Oh, yeah, circus, circus episode. Oh, Billy Zane. Oh, Billy Zane. Best character in Titanic. How was it to get Billy Zane? Was that something that you had in mind when you were writing, breaking this episode down? Or was that like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, he's 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 delightful. He was great. He really he really uh he yeah. He brought his Zane in. He did. Zane Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Thank for coming you so in. Much. We're excited thank to be you, watching you. season three. Bye guys. Please come back anytime. Bye. Yes. Okay. We've gone off into the time oh, stream. Yeah. Oh, we're in the time stream. No, right. we're still in the time stream. Okay, go. Go away now. Go <laughs> away. Oh, we got to talk oh, about it. Was like, it was like a transition from the show that was expertly executed. Yeah, that's right. Look at that. How awesome. That's awesome. Let's give it up to our MR Dave Child for making this happen. Thank you. Ooh. Giving it up. Giving, mm-hmm. giving it up. College friends. Giving it up. Two Shut thirds up. of these claps are for the beard. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, we got to talk about the rest of the yeah. show, and we don't have too much time left, no. so we got to mm-hmm. we got to dive into this. The uh, the one thing I felt weird about is we were kind of briefly touched on like all our legends not being superheroes in the time. I felt the one that relationship that was the weirdest was Jackson Stein 
Because, I mean, like the way, as, as the professor described it, we'd get together for our, our weekly bonding session. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, like, that's, that's it? That's it? You can turn, yeah. But you can turn talk. into like a he, superhero. Just, will you feel <laughs> yeah. better if you just throw your mug across the room? Frank, yeah. we just talked to the writers and then immediately like, now I want to bring up a criticism. This was, they were delightful. And also, um, no, they were delightful. I'm just saying, just as characters, like you're deciding, like, you could be a superhero and you decide. You know what? We're just not going to do that anymore. Like, you can I'm, well, another, I'm sorry. I, did Rip wipe your memory? This is Frank Moran we're talking I know. about. Yeah. I know. No, I do buy it. In a in a world where most of the team has put superheroics aside, I totally buy that. Uh, he wants to spend more time, Stein wants to spend more time with his daughter. He wants to be there for her. He wants to be there for the birth of his grandchild. I can buy that he would want to take things a little bit easier. I actually really, we touched on it before, but the fact that Nate is really the only one that's still doing the superheroics, and I love that he's teaming up with Wally, who I guess in universe right now is the only yeah. Flash. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I love I love that of all the characters, Nate is the one, because he's the huge, he's the super nerd, or the other super nerd. Yeah, but I love that he's the one that's just like, no, I want to do this fun. Like, I just want to team up with the Flash, and I want to punch some dudes, and I'm grumpy because you didn't let me punch any dudes. It plays. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's just it's I I kind of love that they all went in different directions and they're like they're trying to be normal people in weird ways and also I think you got to remember that uh, someone's got a family now you know and he's trying to like connect with his family and his and his time anachronism daughter yeah. who's going to be uh, who's about to have a kid who's even more of anachronism. And I feel like that's. I thought that was a nice build up to. Oh, this is going to be a problem. As this, we kind of bummed though that because we saw some connection between Lily and Ray that we never kind of followed through and say potential Ray Lily. I just feel so bad for Ray in general when it comes to women. Not a great track record. He's not good. He's it's he's always hitting his head against the wall when it comes to romance. So. Yes, what is it? Felicity was more into the Green Arrow. Yeah. The one girl was a hawk person and had to go do hawk stuff somewhere else. It did actually seem yeah. like Lily was going to be the best match for him. And they're not married, Exactly. So maybe. She made that That's clear. That's true. Mm-hmm. Just a boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Even she was like, yeah. Which I feel like is not good. If you're already, if you're like, when they get married, like, yeah. Doesn't yeah. go well for the boyfriend. Well, you know, it's it's 2017, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean, Lex, exactly? 2017, Frank. <laughs> oh, okay. Got and it. in 2017, oh, there's a Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> I did love that Rory is the one to sort of get them back together, and that he really did just go to Aruba. He's like, whatever. And he was just pissed they messed up his vacation. Yeah. But, he, I, but I'm just imagining from Julius Caesar's perspective, uh, like he arrives there on this island, and it just says, I'm just going to walk on my horse up to this guy just reclining. And this is who I'm going to talk to and announce my intentions. Mm. <laughs> he looked like the coolest you know. dude. Yeah. You know? And doesn't really seem that yeah. put off by the fact that he must not have any idea where he is or how he got there. And he doesn't seem all that phased by it. He's just like, all right, I'm here. I'm going to take it. Yeah. Which I actually applaud more. I think I'd rather see that than the the person out of time being like so bewildered by everything that they see. That's true. Isn't that kind of nice? Yeah. That yeah. it was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm in a new land. I don't understand this new land, but now it's mine. And that's very, that's very Caesar. And this episode was very, 
Bill and Ted. It's, it's <laughs> yes, you yeah. you know, with nods towards Back to the Future too. Yeah, that's right, Dave. Yeah. Little call out to the writers, embarrassing me. <laughs> uh, what? I think they love that shout out, Dave. Yeah, they, I think they, they felt very it. comfortable. And they did it. very good. Yeah. Yep. And it's, but I think that's what's good about this show is it's a bunch of weird references and it's a bunch of like wackiness and they're just embracing it. All the other shows, all the other Arrowverse shows, even Supergirl now I hear I haven't watched the episode yet is is starting to take this dark broody turn and what are they doing but they're like getting now they have their nemesis kind of is a time bureau and they're like oh those wacky kids they're going across the time and messing things Mm -hmm. up look at Julius Caesar over here he's trying to take over the world it's so dumb dragging King Arthur through their office yeah Yeah. and it's like next week it's gonna be in a circus with Billy Zane dancing around Dragon Balls I don't know it's consistently it is it's consistently silly but the absolute best flavor of silly. I'm just wondering, for like an organization that's going around policing time and they have to go on location, so to speak, to go teams, is business suits really the best thing to be wearing? Those are slick suits. I'll have you know. It's very Matrix. They've got matching pins. Here's the thing. If you look at that suit, if you look at the suit, it's just a it's a black cloth. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And a tie. And I'm saying if that, that works for all the way back to the 30s, I would True. say. And then if you go past that, then it's just like they're kind of dressed weird. But I think you'll have the most time that it actually works. Except for, you know, because if they dress in something that'll look good in the medieval time, it's not going to look good in the 50s. If they, But if they dress like something from the 50s, they'll just be weird dressed men and they'll think they're fairy folk or something. And two, it's it's a almost generic enough outfit that they could, until they open a portal in front of you, they could claim to be representatives of just about any agency yeah. that there is. Yeah, but I also think if you're going to go back to, <laughs> yeah, you, know, yeah, you, know, you know, 49 BC, you know, let's just dress up. You know, like time era appropriate. Having said that, yeah. though, if like they go back, if they go back, if they went back to ancient Rome with the full the armor and the helmets, horses, all of it, their cover would still be blown when they open the giant portals. Plus, they have the memory thing. And two, I mean, that's a lot of government spending, Frank. Do you think the taxpayers want to pay for all that? <laughs> like, mm. okay, outside of their wear, what do you think of the 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 whole like time? The group. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I really, time agency. Yeah, I, I think it's an interesting concept, and I'm just trying to feel like did I like the fact that they kind of really resented and thought you know were dismissive of the legends. I, you, you know, there's that fine line before it becomes like uh, you know, like a caricature as opposed yeah. to just like uh, I really just you know as somebody that just doesn't really believe in what you're all about. And it's like I feel like they were riding that line. There were a couple times in this episode, I was like, oh, is this just like borderline? But that was just my particular read on it. I see. I, I kind of like them because it kind of makes sense that they would actually put something like this in order. It actually makes more sense than even putting together some random C-list superheroes to go around time and, like, you know, save the day, which is the premise of the show. But I like how they're facing up against that. What I don't get is why they would still enlist them by the end of this episode. And I'm hoping that it's going to lead up to to a reason. Like, there's an actual connection to some big bad that we don't quite know of. Which yet. we get name-checked by what? Malice. 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 Malice was our big, like, yes. here's the big bad for this season. Then it's you need Malice. a chainsaw to I will use say against it's, Malice. Uh, it's He's much more relatable tree. and understandable <laughs> mm-hmm. as a concept than the Time Masters. 
Yes. So you can, you know, it's, I think it's easier just to dial into what they've organized and created with the Time Bureau. Yeah, yeah, and I, I like the little the portals that they jump around. That's a cool look. I think it's a cool look, and I think it's different than uh, than the big time ship that that's like goes everywhere. That's very conspicuous, and now they're the the exact opposite of that. Or they're trying to be. Uh, there was one moment where, and Dave and I agreed on that for a moment uh, when they're fighting Sarah and uh, Agent Hot Pants, as Rory calls her, <laughs> fighting against the uh, the Romans, yeah. and they get done, and she goes, you know, after. Uh, Seen you guys in battle, and we thought like, oh, all there right. was this moment. It's gonna yeah. be like yes. way overcooked cheese ball. Yeah, and then they went the opposite direction. Said, no, you're even worse than I imagined. Which yeah, right. which was great. I yeah. like that. Which was a nice little yeah. like. Yes, they're playing off the fact that they're really bad, and that's 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 what I'm latching onto this season, and I what I think they're gonna have a lot of fun with. So. Anything else we have I just to cover thought it. This? I thought it was mm-hmm. such a like. I really enjoyed it, but I thought, wow, in world, what a bummer that they completely decommissioned the ship and used it as a training simulator. Yeah, yeah. It it's like a waste of resources. It's not. It's not yeah. enough that we fired the whole team. We also fired the ship and the AI. Especially since there was that episode last season that was very. Gideon falls in love with Rip. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing is Rip loves Gideon too. I like. I was pretty sure there was some graphic uh, nature to their relationship at one point. <laughs> sure. okay. You know, because the way that Listen. he was caressing that ship, it's like, oh, all right. And then it's like, Rip, what is we your deal? We just like, had the writers on the show. Yes. Why? Where was this you're, question? What I know. You're trying to well, do is you, you told, know that yeah. the writers are going to be watching the show yeah. and they want you're trying to pitch your slash fiction exactly right now with Rip and Gideon. Yeah, your Rip Gideon slash fiction. Yeah. So that they will hear it and hire you on for the erotic episode that's coming up for Valentine's, for Valentine's Day, Day. Yep. erotic episode. <laughs> All right, and that's, it's not going to work. Yeah, I mean Gideon's already on Tinder. You know, she's trying to get out there. That's true. And, and that's right. It. Yeah, was her that Tinder. It's yeah. upswipe. Upswipe. <laughs> yeah. It is a holistic social networking platform. And of course, uh, possible yoga teacher there, Nate, is the one using the holistic platform. And yeah. of course, Rory, because just because he's like, eh. <laughs> like I love that. But I, as much as we can say, like the the legends aren't good at their job. The you know, as we're going through the training simulations, and we get to see them kind of breaking down past adventures that they've had in the training scenarios, and being dismissive of the legend solutions. Yeah, why don't we use the ship as a shield? Oh, I'm just kidding. We're not complete idiots. But as <laughs> like, such a good it's term. easy in retrospect to yeah. come up with a perfect way to execute yeah. this. But you're inventing something on the fly. Right. You got to give them theory. Some slack. There was yeah. no precedent for most of what the <laughs> legends were up against. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's pretty well like if. I don't know anything about people who created, like, you know, 757s or anything like that. But it's like, if they went up and were like, right, brothers, yeah, we would never do that. That's sort of the same thing. It's like, yeah, things got better yeah. over time, guys. I mean, Jax learned to build and maintain yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah, And he was a car mechanic. Give them some yeah. credit. Exactly. And poor guy, he left uh, grad school because it just wasn't as exciting as actually working on a real working time machine. Being half of a nuclear-powered superhero. Yeah. I like that. I like that line. I I like that line a lot. What I miss is being half of a nuclear-powered superhero. (laughs) Because that really shows how crazy the show is. It's just all over We also, I think we all all looked at each other and we like nodded happily when they shouted out that Stein roofied Jax and that's how we got him on the ship in the first place. Oh, so uncomfortable. What a wonderful moment of awareness from Stein finally in this bonding moment. I do kind of weird. He didn't say though. I kind of wanted him to say, remember that? It was creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was super creepy. Remember that? And it wasn't that. 
Was that the moment to really call out the creepiness to the, to the guy? Was that the moment? Yeah. <laughs> no. But what I'm saying, I know it was creepy, but what I'm saying is we're bad. But yeah, and it doesn't have to be our weekly bonding. <laughs> where we bond once every week. And didn't you love how cute it was when they try to like bond and then Sarah's like, no powers. It was like, they were like, Oh, I do. I also want to say before mm-hmm. we go, I really do love the Ray Nate bromance. It's yes. so yes. adorable. It's nice to. I've 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 missed it, and so that's my favorite. I think ship of the, yeah. <laughs> of the whole just show. how on the same wavelength the two of them are at all it's times. It's like They're fun to pros. steal and the man of steel. I actually didn't mm-hmm. want to ask the writers about that. Like, when did they discover this kind of nerd bromance? But I didn't get to, so hopefully Anthony, get him back. Yeah. Get him back, Anthony, right oh. now. Don't this is a burning it. question. You no. just want to embarrass me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we right, embarrass Dave. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Legends of Tomorrow. We yeah. did it. We did it. And this is only the beginning of a whole season of good times coming your way and I am super excited to be taking this journey with you once again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also want to, before we say all of our names in very uh-huh. syncopated rhythmic fashion, uh, mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to Keto because she's really the one who reached out mm-hmm. and wanted to be a part of this and she's great. You can make sure to follow her at Keto Mizu. That's K-E-T-O-M-I-Z-U on Twitter, and you'll get some background, you know, little nods for if you want to follow a legend writer. And she's great. She's very awesome. And hopefully someday we'll get to see this Batman film that you've all made. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, we gotta, it's literally on film. It's literally like 16 middle, millimeter film from way back in the day. So if it still exists somewhere, we'll try and dig it up. Convert it, see yes. how many you can sell before you get slapped with that sweet, sweet cease and desist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I see boy. plenty of coupons for those uh, video transfer services. Yeah, I mean, Kal-El has some sways named after Superman. His dad drew for Superman. So, you know, it feels like he should be able to do it. Yeah. yeah. But we'll see. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, the, the fun doesn't stop here. It just gets started. You can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Keep Lex Michael alive. We need him here all season long. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. And thanks, everybody, for hopping in the chat. And if you're watching this even after the show's air, feel free to comment down below about anything that you're excited about this season. We'd love to read those comments afterwards as well. And if you want to continue the conversation with us, any of us, after the show's over, Lucretia, where can they find you? You guys can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N, anywhere on the Internet, since there is only one. I am all over social media at the Lex Michael here at AfterBuzz. I'm also on the Supergirl After Show. Scheduling conflicts are keeping me away for the first couple, but I will be back in a couple of weeks. I also do comic book exchange on Book Circle Online with Lucretia Lyon and Frank Moran, those crazy kids. And you can also check out a podcast that I do with Tari J. Miller. It's called Missing Out. What is it? Well, I've seen and heard some stuff. He's seen and heard some stuff. It's not all the same stuff. So we get together and we share the stuff we like and we chat it out. We build. We say goofy stuff. Check it out. Uh, it's on Twitter at Missing Outcast, and it's basically wherever podcasts are located. And I'm Dave Child. You can find me at MRDaveChild or DaveChild.com. I'll be on Game of Thrones Weekly next Sunday. I host that. I'm doing it once a month, but it's a weekly show, and there's different there's different hosts every week. Interesting. But I'll be there once a month. <laughs> Way to make that commitment, Dave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's what it's all about. It's a hard to do weekly show. Um, and also follow at Kalil Bogdanov 
because we've been talking about him a lot and ask him where his Batman show is and I want to see how he'll respond to this. He's a great voiceover director. He directed for like Fallout and a bunch of other like great shows. He also does comic books. He writes that and he's an awesome guy. So follow him, Kalil Bogdanov. And I want him to be like, why am I getting all these followers? Why am I getting all these people asking about a random Batman film from my college years? But it'll be great. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, before I give mine, I, again, uh, thanks again to Dave for setting this all up tonight, getting a chance to talk to the, the Legends writers. Cat-o-ed. And, and uh, But, well, you made, if you didn't know... But her, thank we you, you're welcome. I'll take And it. thank you so much to, to Keto and all the writers and all the VXF artists uh, and everybody else involved. The script coordinator, yeah. Arthur, Darvel, Arthur, Arthur Darvel stand-in. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to him as well, Really too. fooled me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Did think anyone so? else think that was really... Uh, yeah. Comment down below if you really yeah. think that was him. But thanks, everybody, for, uh, for taking the time to talk with us. Because as I said at the beginning, you make this show. Without you, we wouldn't have a show to talk about. So thank you again for doing that and yes. taking the time. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. And folks, we'll see you back here next week with another edition of the Legends of Tomorrow After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. Bye-bye. Hey. I love you. Executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. Would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments and questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Speed off! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.